This is the Awake Athlete Podcast. I'm Jessica Mikowski, mindset coach and plant-powered athlete on a mission to guide all who are ready to great heights in sports performance and life. Through the 10,000-foot view, I share teachings of living awake with the sole purpose that we all realize our innate power to be the masters of our minds. Hello, Awake Athletes. Welcome back to the podcast. Okay, so in keeping with Season 1 and Season 2, this is our Season 3 episode, Yoga of Food. Um, And I'm going to start off with a question which I believe I asked in the Season 1 episode of Yoga of Food, which was really about our relationship to food, is why do we eat? Let's revisit this. Why do we eat? Why do you eat? Why do I eat? And as much as I wish you were all in the podcast closet with me, you're not. So I need to just give you my answer. I eat to fuel my body so I can do my work in the world. I'm not perfect. So let's just say that, right? Like it's not all perfect little perfect eating in in my in my world. It's not. I tend to follow um, the science of Ayurveda, the medicine of Ayurveda, which is 80% eat for your dosha and 20%, um, you know, do so guilt-free. So, and I think that's super generous. I would probably say I'm more like 90, 95%, like just really eating well because I like to feel good. Like when you really feel good, it's that's pretty addictive. And the better you feel, the better you feel because the better you want to feel. So, um, and food is energy. Food is energy. So what we put in us becomes us. So I eat to fuel my body so I can do my work in the world, okay? And I'm not perfect, but I think at this point, we probably know that, right? Okay. So what we eat, super important. Why we eat, super important. When we eat, super important. But none of those things are what I'm going to focus on today. Today, I'm going to focus on how we eat. Uh, I'm going to steer this towards athletes, athletes who maybe are counting macros, athletes who are counting protein, fat, I don't know, counting, 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 right? A lot of counting going on in in nutrition. I don't tend to count anything and never have. Um, I shouldn't say that. That is a total lie. I absolutely have. Um, when I really, really had a distorted relationship with food, like in my teenage years, I would calculate how many calories I was taking in, and then I would make sure that was less than what I estimated I was burning. So basically, I was just starving myself and making putting my body into a survival mode, and I kind of ebbed and flowed with that for for many, many years. And I've healed that. I've I've healed my relationship with food. And so if you are in a relationship with food that doesn't feel good, stay awake. Stay awake and 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 see where you are. We have to see where we are and we have to decide that we are no longer going to stay the same in order to make those changes that we truly desire. Our most natural state is well-being. And so when we don't feel good, when we have these, you know, 
misaligned relationships in our life with other people, with food, things like that. It feels awful. And that awful feeling is in direct relationship to how far the distance between how we're living and who we truly are. Because our natural states, our, our state of well-being, peace, calm, um, and this world is doesn't recognize that. Our world doesn't, our society does not recognize that. So when I say that living as an awake athlete is against the grain, it's against the grain. And people are going to want to doubt you and they're going to, I mean, people have told me flat out I need to win. <laughs> This is so funny. People have told me flat out that I need to wake up, that I'm living in denial. And whoa, that's super intense because I consider myself to live awake, to really, oh man, watch, watch the nasty thoughts, watch the beautiful thoughts, watch the absolutely helpful beliefs, watch the old beliefs that aren't helpful. Um, But when I look at food and my relationship to food, it is so healed. It is 100% healed. And so wherever you are, you are. And if you feel really good, that's so important. If you feel good, but you've kind of like, oh, I shouldn't eat this. I shouldn't eat that. Well, then look at that. Look at that. You know, lean in. There's something there for you. That That is a misalignment and there's something there for you. So it's not bad wherever you are. It's just if you no longer wish to stay there, then you must first decide not to stay the same and then begin to lean in the direction of what you want. Okay. Got onto a little tangent there. I hope it was helpful though for for someone. Um, Okay. So athletes, a lot of counting happening. Um, You know, and I do it too, right? Like I want to take 250 to 300 calories an hour when I'm training, when I'm training my gut to race. That's what I usually what I take in to race, blah, blah, blah. Digestion, the process of digestion is related to the rest and digest nervous system, the healing nervous system, the parasympathetic nervous system. Okay. As athletes, we're out there doing races. So let's take let's take a half marathon, for example. We're out there and we're pushing for 13.1 miles, right? There's not a lot of rest and digest happening. There's not a lot of parasympathetic nervous system happening. Like we are running, we are pushing. So we want to bring a healthy gut to race day. A couple years ago, my husband BJ said something about how our everyday nutrition weighs so heavily on our race day success and our ability to take in nutrition and be successful with our nutrition. And it was, it seems like common sense, right? But that was like a whoa moment because what it did was it brought recognition to the gut that we're bringing to the starting line and our, the health of our gut has, yes, a lot to do with what we're eating, but has a lot to do with how we're eating. So when we're racing, when we're training, we're literally eating on the run. We're eating, um, you know, some of you guys that listen to this are long distance swimmers. Like you're, you're 
eating while you're swimming, um, eating while you're biking, eating while you're running, eating while you're doing a Spartan event. And so there's a lot of stress there. And we're asking our bodies to accept nutrition, to fuel our bodies, to give us the energy to do our work on that day, right? To do our work in the world. And part of our work in the world is to be athletes. We were born to be athletes. And um, I think a lot of you will this will really resonate when I say like, it's like you have no other choice, right? And that's when you know you're, you're into your dharma, right? Like a piece of your dharma. When you're like, ah, I have no other choice than to, you know, take my weekends and do these long training sessions and be in community because it just feels like who you are. And it absolutely is. So keep doing it. But there's so much we can do to support our um to support our digestive system and our bodies leading up to so many days and hours that we are stressing the body and asking it to take in fuel and to metabolize that into what we need to continue so two things that I'm going to focus on here today um and I'm just going to jump right into it is number 1 are we chewing our food <laughs> It seems so elementary, but are you chewing your food? So what happens is if we're not chewing our food and digestion begins in the mouth, if we're not chewing our food and we're swallowing these big glumps of glump, I think that's a word, I think I just made it up, glumps of food into the body, it's going to take the body a lot more to break that down. And what happens when we're not fully chewing our food is that we have undigested food that stays in the body. That food begins to rot because it's in the system longer because we haven't fully digested it yet because we didn't chew it well. And so what happens is that there's a formation of toxins. And then the body says, uh-oh, toxins, ah, alert, alert, which does not help with the rest and digest process. It's like there's an alarm in the body. There's an alert in the body. And that is not the parasympathetic nervous system. That's not the calming nervous system. That's more of the um, the heightened sympathetic fight or flight nervous system. So chew your food. So there's a saying that says, chew your solids until they're liquids and chew your liquids. And again, digestion begins in the mouth. So if you take two bites and you're already swallowing the food, you're already missing out on getting that fuel. And then to revisit this idea of counting, like counting macros or protein or carbs or whatever it is that we're counting, and we think, okay, I've got this perfect balance on paper of what I'm going to put in my body. But if we are not chewing our food, or if we're, you know, fighting with somebody while we're eating, or we're watching like, um, let's take it to the extreme, like we're watching a violent show as we're eating, or even having a conversation or working on taxes or returning emails as we're eating, we're not giving our attention to the process of eating. So chances are we're not going to be as mindful as we would be if we didn't have those other distractions. And so, you know, this is my logic. My logic says, well, if you've got this perfect meal 
on paper that says, I'm getting this many of this, that, and the other thing, but you're not chewing your food fully, you're not eating mindfully, then who says you're going to get that perfect calculation of what you think you need, right? So if we're not chewing our food and we've got this perfect 2,500 calorie meal that we're going to have after a big workout, but we're not chewing our food or just our general stress in life is high, which is going to compromise our digestion, we're not getting that perfect amount of caloric intake that we think that we're going to get because the food is not being digested. And then what's happening is that it's rotting inside of our bodies. And then what's happening is that it's creating toxins. And then what's happening is that the body goes, ah, there's toxins. So this stuff that we put in our body because we want to fuel our body so we can do our work in the world actually ends up working against us. So that's huge. Chew your food. Um, Another piece of how we eat is, and I touched upon it just a few moments ago, is what are we doing while we eat? So. I've, I started about a year ago, and I know I've done this throughout the, throughout the ages, but about a year ago, I started with having one meal a day by myself, no talking, no phone, no computer, no reading, no writing, no nothing, me and my food. And typically it's breakfast. I have such a love for breakfast and I make what I call these mammoth bowls for breakfast. And they're typically like um, slow cooked oats. And then I add fresh berries, uh, raspberries, blackberries, sometimes strawberries. And then I add some dried fruit, dried cranberries, dried mulberries, raisins. Um, I use pumpkin seeds, walnuts, a little bit of sunflower butter, a little bit of maple syrup, hemp seeds, chia seeds. I make these mammoth bowls. And I have a very strong constitution. I have a very strong digestive fire. So I have a very hearty appetite. So it takes me a lot to get full, but I take that breakfast in the morning, which so many times I'd be like, oh, I'm going to do a post or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. And I eat that by myself. Now, this is a twofold amazing practice to do because number one you're practicing mindful eating. So I'm starting my day with this beautiful mammoth bowl of of, um, plant-based foods, and I want to get the biggest bang out of it. Two, I am practicing not responding to all the impulses of my mind that's saying, oh, well, just ask BJ this question, or just return that text, or just Look at the calendar, see what see what you have going on today, or just make that phone call to your mom, or just do all these millions of other things that the mind, uh, aka the ego, is going to tell you to do. And so, having this meal dedicated just to yourself in silence, you know, when you eat, just eat, and try and do that once a day. And if that seems like hell, no, I'm not going to do that. What about once a week? Like, what about once a week? What if you just tried it once a week? It was years ago that I started to get introduced to this, and it was from going to Kripalu, which is a yoga retreat center out in Western Massachusetts, and they would have silent breakfast, and BJ and I loved silent breakfast. 
And then, of course, I've taken it into uh, the retreats that I lead, and I just love it, love it, love it, love it. And so start once a week. Uh, It will benefit you. Yeah, let's just leave it at that, right? So it's, are we chewing our food? This is really simple stuff. Are we chewing our food, number one? And number two, are you taking one meal per day, one meal per week? I'd highly recommend one meal per day or maybe a snack. Like maybe the next time you eat an apple, you just eat an apple and you don't do anything else. You just are fully in that experience, which this is mind training. This is absolute mental training as well. This is deliberate focus. And it's also relaxing into the moment and being present in the face of impulses that might be directing you to be distracted because that is how we lean in this society. This can only benefit you as an athlete on race day, number one, healthier gut getting to the starting line, but number two, stronger ability to be the master of your mind. I have to tell you, like this one meal a day by myself, sometimes BJ will join me and we just, he knows the rules, like we don't talk. Um, And I see without me saying a word, he's actually adopted this practice sometimes as well. And it's really beautiful to see, right? So so live the demonstration for those that you love and and maybe they'll hop on board and maybe they won't. Maybe it'll just be once or maybe it'll be once in a while, but no effort is a waste. And, you know, food is incredibly important to fuel our bodies for all that we ask of it, you know, so we can do our work in the world. We live in this go, go, go society. And I think that our guts and our gut health and our microbiome and our ability to digest and, and our ability to, to give ourselves permission to rest more in that parasympathetic nervous system. These things are, uh, they're invaluable. And so there's a Buddhist saying that I heard many, many years ago, and it really stuck with me. And it's rooted in present moment awareness. You know, it's like when you walk, just walk. And when you listen, just listen. And when you eat, just eat. So try it in your next meal or your next snack. When you eat, just eat.